What up? This is the Noob Dev Talks podcast. My name is Adam Not Cheese, aka Adam Reed. And with me as always, Jose Rivera. Today, we bring a new guest. She is a newbie in the industry, uh, just as we were like a couple months ago. Um, her name is Marie. She graduated from the same boot camp that we graduated from. And she actually started in June. So she started when we graduated. Um, yeah, the same, like right after we graduated. And she was brought, uh, the, the show or the, the podcast was brought to her attention through Christian, our former TA, who was also her TA. So thank you, Christian, for that, hooking oh, people up. Um, Marie, welcome. Thanks. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here and finally meet, kind of meet you guys in audio. You make us Thanks. feel like we're like mild celebrities here and we've done nothing. I mean, at least I feel like we've done nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're just chatting with people. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, just to kind of uh, give people an intro as to who you are, uh, would you like to kind of talk about yourself just for a little bit? What's your work history? What you've been through uh, until you went to a boot camp? Yeah, of course. Um, so I actually did a lot of like restaurant work. I was a manager for like 40-ish years at Chipotle, actually. Um, most of you guys probably know what that is. And then um, let's see, I quit that job. I worked in retail a little bit. That didn't last very long because it was like right after the pandemic, right after everything locked down and it was like a temporary job and just, that's a whole oh other podcast boy. episode. Yeah, like everything went to shit after like three months. I'm like, but I thought it was gonna be like a real job. Um, and then, let's see, I did another restaurant job that was only part-time. Um, so it was always just like a lot of like scraping by and surprises on like every corner. And I just got sick of that like living like that and like waking up and being like oh my god am i gonna still have a job next week kind of thing um yeah. yeah and so it's it's the weirdest thing too like i came across this boot camp it wasn't like a one day decision it wasn't like i think i'll go to boot camp today it was more like i didn't know what it was you know i didn't know boot camps existed for tech or for anything really and so I just kept seeing like all these videos on my YouTube or like ads on my feeds. Like occasionally I would like a post, like a Microsoft post. And then all of a sudden from that day forward, it was like, all I saw was like coding videos. And, like, do you want to learn how to code? And like all these things. And I'm like, wait, stop. That's not what I asked for. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is. Um, and yeah, like here I am, I, I, I decided to just if I was going to wait, I just kept waiting, right? Because um, I didn't know if it was for me. And after a year of just waiting, I was like, well, let's just let's just jump in. And since then, I signed up for boot camp in May and I've never looked back. You're, so. you're a product of the uh, of the search algorithm, you know? Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, at least That's you waited a little longer. For me, and I think maybe Jose somewhat, I jumped into a head first. I quit my oh, job. Oh, yeah. I completely nice. just, I worked for a Love stock it. transfer place. Uh, mm -hmm. I worked there just handling accounts, employee stock, stock options, restricted stock, 
stuff like that. Right. I was doing that for like two and a half years, and before that, I just did restaurant work. But after about two and a half years, I quit that, and then I just mm-hmm. decided one day I was like, well, I like computers. I'll learn how to code. So I was like, I'll take a boot camp, and that was yeah. All. There you yeah, go. Pr- pretty much the same as me, except. Like, I mean, I've always been interested in computers. Like, I, I used to code before in high school. But no as soon as I found out that, that boot camps were a thing, I think it took me, I don't know, I think a month is too long, probably a couple of weeks. And I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty wow. quick. I didn't, I didn't take a whole year to think about it. I was like, ah, well, I'll do it. Yeah, no, and, like, you guys both beat me because you guys only needed a few weeks. I took a whole year, and I'm kicking myself in the butt for it ever since because it's, like, this whole imposter syndrome slash mindset, and you're like, what if I don't fit in? What if everyone laughs at me because, like, I'm a girl? Like, all that crap just kind of came through my mind, and what if I fail and, like, all that stuff. And so I just kept staying right where I was working as a server in the restaurant and it's like if I had just jumped in like a week after I first you know had the thought I would have probably graduated before you guys even (laughs) yeah most likely but like you don't have to look at it all as like ifs you know yeah so I mean there's always someone that finished something before you there's Mm -hmm. there's those people that me and Jose were looking at uh that were like 20 something years old already working at Google and we're like, bro, I'm 25 right now. I'm unemployed, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I saw yeah. I saw a post to relating to what Adam was saying. It's, I, I saw, I don't know if it was a post or somebody told me about it. I, 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 I found out about it, about this. Um, and it's like the, the idea that everybody's on, on their own timeline. So like you could become a CEO at 30 and like die at 40 or like, stop being a ceo five years later or you could become a ceo at 50 and like be a ceo until you're 90 you know like you you can't really compare yourself to another person and like compare your successes and stuff or your like your position in life because everybody's timeline is different so um yeah you can't like let your can't let that dictate your life essentially um for sure yeah I yeah, think, we're here now. And, uh, you'll get a yeah. job soon. Don't worry. <laughs> I will. Um, I, it's funny too because, like, that's another thing they don't tell you about boot camp is like you, you're constantly on this learning curve, right? And you think you don't belong, you don't get something, and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. But you know, I had Christian, of course. He was excellent. He was like, you're right where you need to be. Like, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Um, it'll it'll all come time you know i mean i don't think that we feel don't think that we feel like bulletproof right now like i i still feel like there's so many things that i don't know and sometimes i'm scared to you know face a new challenge because i'm like wow i definitely do not possess the skills needed to finish this yeah Yeah. i'm gonna set up a virtual machine i don't know how to do any of that right now (laughs) oh no just just learning the stuff right now but yeah no, there's, it's constantly a learning, or like a learning career. You're never like settled. So even mm-hmm. if someone knows more about something right now, who knows what you'll learn in five years, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, plus it, it keeps you on your toes. 
<laughs> Since all these new technologies are coming out, you're like, oh my god, I, I can't keep up. But that's good because if it was, like, if it was an industry that was on a plateau, like there's only so much you need to learn, it would get to the point maybe like five years down the line or ten years down the line where you're like, well, I know everything now. What do I do? Like I'm bored, you know. So yeah. that that's a good thing about the industry that it's never gonna stop innovating. Have, uh, Jose, have you seen, it was probably a few weeks ago, Meta has started yes, posting job the postings. Facebook stuff. Yeah, started posting <laughs> yeah. jobs on LinkedIn. And some of those entry positions are at like 72K to like 120K. Oh, yeah. What? I, I saw a video on YouTube about it. It's, uh, it was, it said how Meta is going to change the way that developers work from now on. Um, I didn't fully finish the video. It was a little clickbaity, but um, but it's for sure gonna make a huge impact. I saw that that one Mark Zuckerberg like pitch video that he did for Meta, um, and it just seemed pretty interesting. I mean, it's stuff that is not completely like out of the world. Like it's definitely doable. It just requires work, but I think that it's kind of starting to shift and change the how things are going to operate for us developers mm. um so there's there's a future in that for sure well we're gonna have to become metaverse developers now well you can't just be a full stack dev. imagine imagine that fun. title what yeah, are you i'm a metaverse developer yeah man. <laughs> i make i make fake worlds for a living bro that's massive though like yeah, massive. but I mean that that kind of ties in, you know, the 3JS stuff that we've been doing and like all Bro, these simulation a, things. It's like a fucking pixel compared to that, you know? Well, no, yeah, but like it, it's a start that at least, you know, we we have an understanding of some stuff. Yeah. Of course that's like magnified, you know, to to an in, insane level, but wild oh, stuff, yeah. man. Interesting question for Marie. Uh, while throughout your boot camp experience, was there any like certain package, you know, or any kind of dependency or something that you really relied on that you kind of like, like, yeah, I really like that. Well, there was one, there was one in particular I really liked for a couple, I think it was like three of the homeworks total. Um, it was called Inquirer and it's a node package you can install and it's like a built-in um uh well it's in the name like it inquires it asks you it asks you exactly what you program it to ask in your terminal like in your command line it's so cool um that's the best way i know how to explain it and i was just i love it so much um, yeah, i think i think we used it uh we used it for that one, uh, I think it was uh, the employee directory or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, God. That, that, that was, was that a really fun one. one. That was I so fun. I, still, I think I still have the file somewhere. <laughs> I still have all those oh, yeah. files, dude. I need to get rid of them. I have all of the homework still saved. I just need to get rid of them. You know, it'd be fun like six months to a year from now, just kind of mm -hmm. pull up uh pull up the repo from the boot camp and just kind of skim through it and see like see our reactions to that content at that point and be like wow i was doing this baby stuff <laughs> that's like when you look at your first portfolio you know when you yeah. look at that yeah. shit and you're like holy fuck 
Oh my god. It was this horrible. is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, just embarrassing that I, I told people about this. Yeah. No, like my first portfolio was so bad. <laughs> it was so terrible. This is, oh my god. But I feel like yeah. that's part of the learning process. Like, first you figure out how to actually just make one, just to have one up, and then you're like, okay, this needs to look good, damn it. And yeah. so then that's the next step. Yeah and, yeah, and it's fascinating how, like, while you're making it, or, like, in the process, you feel like everything takes forever. But now, at least for Adam and I, now that we're both employed, like, looking back at it, everything's happened in the span of this year like yeah and what is it in in march well i guess if you're counting when we graduate right so until june of next year we're still like within the year so all these things have happened so fast and there's there's been a massive amount of growth in such a, a quote-unquote short amount of time that yeah. i don't think i like if, if somebody would have told me the amount of things that would have happened in the year uh post boot camp i wouldn't have believed anything but bro uh, we had to grind though yeah. jose we me and yeah. jose were coding together marie for i'd say like yeah. eight to ten hours a day uh wow. every day every day since march all the way up until wow. maybe like three weeks ago like we were yeah. we were talking every day all day either going through jobs or networking finding out ways that we could get into like hackathons or whatever or we were coding or learning something mm -hmm. wow yeah. dude that's so crazy that's amazing though you know i feel i feel like such a stranger now because it's it's been like about three weeks since i haven't coded uh so like we got our jobs right but like i don't start with liberty mutual until the the new year um, yeah. So Adam's been working, so he's still in the groove, but I haven't coded at all. Like, I've been taking time for myself, like, working out and doing Sudoku stuff and, like, all those things. And I feel like like a tiny bit of disappointment in myself for not coding because of that, you know, that long stretch of coding that we did. Uh, I feel like I owe it so to long. myself to code again. <laughs> yeah, the brain needs a break. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah, I would agree because I, I think it, it, I struggled with it a lot once boot camp ended. Mm. It's so funny because I actually got COVID like the week we were about to finish boot camp and it was project week. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like it was like one of the worst kinds of COVID too. And I just felt like crap and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but um yeah, I took like two, two and a half to three, kind of along, kind of what Jose said, like, it was like almost three weeks off. Um, and I was beating myself up every day for it. But at the end of the day, it's like, you do need a break. Like you need to do something else that you enjoy so your brain can reset, I think. For sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I need, to, <laughs> I need to get back to coding before I start feeling too bad. Um, no, we need to do three JS sessions. We used to do. Yes, them like we do, Saturday. man. We used to do them every. Because we we got we got through what like eighty percent of the course. Yeah, we did. And then he he added some some new stuff, but I I need I need to get a new laptop before we start doing that because like my my laptop is uh is pulling pulling the cart real slow. And Jose unfortunately did not bite the bullet. 
and buy a laptop during Black Friday. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I know, so I now, know. Now, Jose is definitely paying MSRP. Well, you know, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that Santa Claus does some magic or like the holidays do some magic and they bring the price down. You can't wait that long, man. That's too long. Uh, that's, that's 19 days. Jeez. Oh, 19 yeah. days with the crap laptop. That's a lot of days. It's a lot of days. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm hoping, because I got a lot of stuff here on my laptop, so I'm hoping that when I get a new one that I passed, you know, the important files, like coding files, um, I can do a factory reset on, on the laptop that I'm on right now, and hopefully that would, like, wake it up a little bit and get rid of bad stuff. Use that laptop as a server. Oh, I could. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, I'm not going to get rid of it because I have the most epic stickers on it, so I cannot get rid of it. Um, so even if it's just like a weekend laptop, I, I, I refuse to get rid of it. Mm. Uh, now, Marie, uh, what would yep. you say would be your favorite project that you did throughout the UT boot camp? Oh, I love this question. Um, let me Let me see. I have... I really enjoyed uh, my last project. Okay, so my first favorite project was we did a, uh, a recreation recreation of Windows ninety five, mm. um, and I was on the same team as um, there was a nineteen year old in our class. He's really good, and we got that thing done like three days early. Wow. Um, it was oh, crazy. Wait, that, that was that one team that Christian told us about. Yeah. Yes, it was on I, the episode. Yeah, because yeah, my team <laughs> my team did a Windows XP, and I remember him saying Yay. something about a team that did Windows 95, and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. damn it, he, they copied us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you were one of the copycats. Okay. Yeah, I was the copycat team, but it wasn't my idea, and I didn't do a lot of, this, a lot of the styling because... He did a lot of it, um, and we had someone who was really talented at backend. He did like the server or like the uh, database stuff, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, I did a lot of like the wireframing and the bootstraps and columns and rows. I did like the boring stuff basically, but it was so still a lot of fun because like he we made it fun. You know what I mean? And. When you have a team like that, you're gonna finish anyways, um, no matter what, because the dynamic's so great. So, I think that was my favorite pro project. I learned a lot, and yeah, it was just so so eye-opening. Did you guys uh, add any Easter eggs or anything? Um, Easter eggs, like tell me like, more. Like for example, and when I when I when my team and I did Windows XP, like if you mm. didn't log in and you click cancel, uh, uh -huh. it would start playing the the like the Fitnessgram pacer test, uh, and then a whole bunch of like random writing would show up on the screen, and a whole and like different figures would come and jump on your screen and do all kinds of stuff, like stuff like that. Wow, um, nothing that epic, I don't think. We styled, we styled, um, we did a couple games and then, uh, we did a blue screen of death, which 
I actually triggered multiple times when I was a child. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I've, we spent... Very... Go ahead. We spent more time doing the fuckery stuff. Like, we finished the actual project, like, the requirements, like, super quick. And we spent more time doing that extra stuff than we actually spent on the project itself. Like, it was wow. insane. <laughs> I love that, though. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a Windows 95. Maybe it wasn't even an XP, but it, it ran. I think we ran Windows 95 eventually, and I broke that computer so many times. My poor dad. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, now that when you mentioned the like the whole in a team and you know good work and stuff, I'm just thinking about when I start working. I'm hoping that you know the people that I you know get together with that it's a solid team because there's nothing more like discouraging and annoying than having like not having good chemistry with your team. Like that, yeah. I think that's worse than like the work conditions can be great, but like if you're if you don't click with your teammates. And and like the 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 teamwork is not good. I, I feel like that's that's definitely like a huge deal breaker. Yeah, and that was a huge appeal yeah. that me and Jose had uh, whenever we were applying to jobs. Like we would apply in pairs uh, most of the time, and whenever we were in the final round of interviews um, with the last company, it was like, well, they kind of assumed after I asked them, like we kind of assumed like we were a pair, like it was either both of us or none of us. Because we already mm -hmm. had plenty of chemistry. There was, there, we already knew how to work together. Oh yeah, oh, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember they they had so they sent us uh, a coding assessment. So we had to make an app, and then mm -hmm. we obviously, like we normally do with everything else, we kind of work together, right? Yep. Uh, so the a lot of our code looked relatively similar. And we sent it in and then they reached back out like, hey, can you guys do this separate? So they, they sent like a more complex assessment and told us to do it separate. Um, but wow. yeah, it, that was fun. We were freaking out. <laughs> we were just oh, yeah. like, oh, what if, they, what if they think we looked at each other's code? And we yeah, because we, we didn't want to, we were so scared of losing this job opportunity because we thought that they would think that we were cheating when we weren't like even when we worked yeah. together the first time when our code was so similar like yes we worked together but we weren't like hey copy and paste this like no we we worked together but we just did it like our our normal thought process was just similar because we've been working together so long um, yeah. that we were like two two and one <laughs> yeah i we love that <laughs> Wow, I love that so much. Like, if you don't have the right people to work with, like, I think I would just drop that job, even if they did pay me higher than I expected, you know? Like, I don't want a high-paying job where I'm miserable with the people around me. So I, I love that story. Yeah, I mean, I would really I would really consider the money. Like, if the money well, is yeah. really high, but the yeah. teamwork is really bad, it'd be like, you know what, I'm going to wait it out for like six more months, and then I'll look at other stuff. But yeah. <laughs> if the money's not too competitive, be like, okay, I'm gonna start looking for other things. Yeah. How's this uh, new variant of COVID uh, going? 
going. I'm hoping they keep it virtual, but at least for me. Um, are you asking... Oh no, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting out a statement. Oh. I don't think this will ever end. <laughs> so it feels, I feel like new variants keep coming up and it's crazy. Oh yeah. Sorry, I thought you were asking me. I was like, I don't really know, but I, I, I think in all honesty, like the nature of what we do, it should be, it should have been remote anyways, like before COVID. I don't know. That's yeah. just how I, I don't know about anyone else. But. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easier to work remotely, you know, companies have to spend less money on, on resources when you're working remotely, but it's the risk of working remotely, like making sure that people get their work done but thanks to covid i think yeah. companies have realized that oh okay it's not that bad when people are working remotely since essentially almost everyone was working remotely at some point right there's no reason to go back to an office there's mm -hmm. not if you got the space and the capacity to work at home that option should be available to you for people yeah. that can't you know like either they have I don't know. They got family that stays there. The grandma's there. You know, people have their own circumstances in which case they can't work from home. Let them work at the office. Yeah, I think I think having the option be available is is great because sometimes it's a lot cheaper for people to just work from home. They don't have to spend money on anything but the their home expenses. Man. Yeah. The commute's The commute and like the time. Like waking up early going to sleep a little later because you got to drive and like do all these things around the house it's it's time like lifetime and money yeah you know what i yeah. do i haven't used that means you can you can take longer year. showers exactly bro <laughs> i haven't used my car all year at all <laughs> i haven't oh literally God. i've gotten all my groceries delivered that's it that, that's really it I don't, I don't have to go anywhere. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. I get to make my lunch here. If I do want to go get food, I can go walk. But yeah. Driving. This is the world we live in now. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I love it. Imagine, imagine recording a video like now and sending it back to like 2017. Explaining what happened. People would freak out. Being able Wait. to get your groceries delivered. You're working from your bedroom? No way. Well, people were doing that. It just wasn't as common, I don't think. I don't. Yeah, there were people working from home, but it was such a wild concept. Well, no, yeah. The higher ups, the higher up people got to work from home because it was like right perk. executives. Yeah. Yeah, like being a, a, a big wig. Mm. Like um. Yeah, like if you're a CEO or VP, you can work from home, but otherwise, like everyone had to just like go in the office. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeez, whole, it's crazy. That whole stigma changed because you I mean it's completely possible for everyone to work at home. All right, now you can be a middle school counselor. That you'll be. Literally. <laughs> you'll be in your you living room. Sure. <laughs> you could literally. Yeah. Work. You could literally be. Oh a yeah. And it's virtual, bro. Ooh. You've seen that. You've seen it. Wow. <laughs> I believe you. Wow, it's absurd. It's crazy. Truly absurd. <laughs> well, I think this is a good segment to end this episode. I do think Marita 
for popping in and just chit-chatting with us for a bit. Yeah, thanks so much. This is so much fun. And if you guys want to have me on again in the future, I'll definitely be down. So thank 100%. you, guys. Sweet. Well, this concludes this episode of the Noob Dev Talks podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>